Welcome to the Shark Bite Show, where we dive into the stories of our members, coaches, friends, and family of Shark Bite Fitness and Nutrition. All right, let's roll. Um, hi, Holly. Hi, Nick. Hi. Uh, guys, today I have Holly Simone. Uh, she is, well, you might know her as uh, Secret Nick on Facebook. Um, she has been with us for a really, 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 really long time. Um, she's got a very cool insight on Shark Bites history. Uh, so I'm excited. Holly, thank you for doing this. Thank you for asking me. I feel like it took me a fair amount of time to convince you to do this. No, you asked me a couple months ago to do it. And I said, Nick, of course, for you, I will do anything because you're all such a good supporter of the rest of us. Well, thank you. And then you you definitely hid from me for three months about it <laughs> while I was getting podcast guests. So. <laughs> just like I do in the workouts. Yep. I stay in the back and just do my thing. <laughs> Thank you for agreeing and then hiding for three months. I appreciate that. Um, Holly, so you have been here for a long time. For the people who, the very few people who are going to listen to this who don't know who you are as one of the original OGs, uh, who are you? Where are you from? What do you do for work? All of that. All right, Holly Simone, I live on Pine Island, which Mm -hmm. is a key part of my fitness because it's 30 minutes to drive into the gym and 30 minutes to drive home. I work at City of Fort Myers in the finance department, deputy finance director. Um, And yes, you call me Secret Nick uh, on Facebook. But the start of that was um, my husband had a Facebook page so that he could stay in touch with his college friends. And then um, I got a smartphone and discovered Facebook and realized all this stuff was going on with the gym and competitions and everything and pictures that I didn't even know about. And once I got up to speed with Facebook, a lot of the pictures were already on his page. And I quickly realized that even though I was under Nick Simone, people could still find me Mm -hmm. from work. And I just wasn't comfortable with that. So I like being myself here at the gym and I I just didn't want to lose that. Well, yeah, we were talking about that right before we started recording, right? About how it's, it is kind of cool to have a place where you can like be you separate from work, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, me, I know Chris and Crystal and I and Katie have talked about this a lot. The the idea of kind of like having like a third place, you know, you get to have like you're at home, you're at work and then like somewhere else. And that's kind of what we try to be. And you're demonstrating that perfectly. So cool. <laughs> um, how long have you been working out? You know, it's funny because I ran into Janet Davis this week at mm-hmm. her 7.30 class, and I haven't seen her since before COVID. Yeah, Janet's back. I'm really happy about that. I am, too. Mm-hmm. And when I saw her, her face was just beaming, mm-hmm. and mine was, too, so I was so excited to see her. But she was actually the first person that I started working out with. She was teaching an exercise class on Pine Island, um, volunteering, and a lot of people were just coming into this church, and she was doing various exercises. And I think that was back in 2008 or 2009, long time ago. And so I would go twice a week. And when she started doing step, aer- step aerobics, I couldn't keep up with her, <laughs> <laughs> which is funny when you think about where I'm at with CrossFit today. Yeah. Back then, I couldn't do step aerobics. So well, I stopped going. Janet's pretty fit. Yeah, she right? is. Yeah. She's amazing. She's amazing. And then I ended up at um, Around the Clock Fitness and the boot camps. And one of the members, Troy, I don't know if you remember Troy Sheretz, he was talking about this Saturday class that was really cool. And he saw that I was competitive and he was competitive. And he said, you know, you need to come to this Saturday class. Well, why would I want to leave the island on the weekend when I'm driving it downtown every single day? Mm -hmm. And I figured, oh, what the hell, I'll try it. And Jim Mears was teaching the class. 
So got through the class, got home, literally crawled to my pool <laughs> and collapsed for about a couple hours. And that really started, you know, that was the cat for the boot camp for me. And then, you know, one thing led to another and they fired the trainer, the, my boot camp trainer. And Jim said, you know, you should look at CrossFit. And I looked it up. I had no idea what it was. Mm. I'd never heard of it. I looked it up on the internet, saw what the classes were, and I thought, I can't do that shit. There's no way. And Troy said, come to the gym. We'll try it. If you don't like it, you know, you don't have to go back. And uh, so I tried it, and, you know, Jim was right. I could do it. And they fired my trainer at around the clock, and I thought, all right, I'll try CrossFit, and I haven't looked back since. Yeah, it's kind of like what better time to go try something new, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's cool. I'm glad you knew Jim back then because if not, I wouldn't have met you. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, I, I want to get into that a little further in a second. But before, did you play any sports or anything growing up? No. No? Okay. So that's like a recurring trend I'm noticing, right? Yes. And I've listened to some of the podcasts because you and I talked about, well, you know, I had to come up with some things that you wanted me to talk about. And I had some ideas. And I'm listening to the podcast and other people are saying similar things. Mm -hmm. They weren't really into sports. And, you know, I played kickball and things like that. But in school, no. Yeah. I, I think a lot of people think that that's the opposite of that. They think that all of us are like former competitive athletes, you know, and, and that that's the only way you can get into like CrossFit or functional fitness style training. And um, I, like very obviously that's not true. Right. You know, um, outside of the gym. What do you do? Because you, you, sorry, Secret Nick posts really cool pictures of you <laughs> when you're not at the gym. So what, what do you, what do you do for recreation away from working out and work? Recreational, um, you know, when I was, I lived in New Hampshire and I met Nick down here and he was an avid diver. You know, it's very cold up in New Hampshire. <laughs> Diving was never on my bucket list of things to do. So when I moved down here, I got certified and have been diving ever since 2003. Um, so we like to dive. Um, we're actually going to the Keys this weekend. Haven't been in the water for a couple of years because of COVID. So we're looking forward to that. Um, boating, fishing, mm -hmm. um, socializing. I just like to be outdoors. Biking. Um, I have a yard that I'm converting into not having grass and just converting it into um, natural Florida um, plants and things like that. Really? So, yeah. So That's cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. So, I'm, because it's not real grass down here. Mm. The so crabgrass, right? Yes. Mm. And so I'm tearing all of that up. I don't want to have a lot of mulch because that takes maintenance. So I'm converting it slowly um, by sections into native plants so they don't require a lot of water, not a lot of maintenance, tracks of birds, bees, butterflies, all the pollinators that we need. Um, so I work on that on the weekends as well. That's so cool. I had no idea about that. How long, how long have you been working on that? Uh, it's coming up to three years. Holy crap. I know, right? Ooh. That's not, that's not a light hobby. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not, but it relaxes me. So cool. I enjoy it. How physical is that? It's physical. If you think coming here and I do a Saturday class, eight o'clock in the mornings, um, cause Jim Mears is the only person that could get me off the Island. So I really like coming in and doing the partner workouts. It's a nice break from the workouts during the week. Mm -hmm. um, so then I go home and my the real Nick makes me breakfast, coffee's ready. And then I like to go out in the yard for a couple hours. You know, I'm trimming things, I'm squatting down, picking up mulch and 
shovel, you know, a whole variety of things. So I could be out there five hours easily. That's cool. That's cool. So I, I feel like gardening is one of those things. I don't want to necessarily call that gardening, but the idea about like working in in grass and with with plants, people will think that that's like a very light activity. And I feel like in the few times I've been forced to help somebody do it, <laughs> it, it is not light activity. Well, that's why we say it's yard work. It's not yard fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Five hours of that's a lot. Um, so I would imagine working out regularly helps with that, right? A lot. Yeah. A lot. Because it sounds silly. You know, you and I have talked about squatting and mobility and my flexibility. And even when I'm outside, if I have to lift a bag of mulch, I'll throw it over my shoulder. I'm very careful to make sure I'm not no rounded back and squatting down and picking up things carefully. And yeah, that's always in the back of my mind is form. That's cool. And I know you and I, we joke about this. We were, we were both very immobile <laughs> <laughs> and that's putting it lightly. Right. It's a lot better now for sure. But uh, we were both very, very immobile. And I've definitely noticed a change in your ability to like squat and um, move. And I got to imagine that makes that feel better, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Um, so you are about as OG a Shark Bite member as they come. You are you are literally like one of our first, I don't know, five, six, seven, eight members, right, at this gym, way back when, like when we were a CrossFit gym, multiple buildings ago, you know. Um, you and I actually both came together from a whole different gym, right? Um, I was thinking about this not too long ago. I think I've said this to you before. I've seen you almost every day of my life for almost a decade at this point. It's a crazy thought. And that means a lot to me. When me you said that to me the first time, yeah. it really made me stop and think because you can do everything. And so the fact that you said that just made me realize the investment that we put into the gym. And, and I really appreciated that. And, you know, it's funny because I think about it, too. Jim was talking in his podcast about the first gym being one of his favorite gyms. Mm -hmm. I remember the day that I walked up. I remember the day you left. And you and I have talked about that. And then I remember the day because I had called Abba and I said, Abba, you know, I just want to check things out. I know you've got something going on. And he said, yeah, just show up in the afternoon. And you didn't know I was coming. I did I not. Up. I did not. And I can actually I remember that day. Yeah. And you looked at me and you said, Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you came over and gave me a big hug and I thought, wow, this is really cool. Well, this could go, this conversation could go sideways. A, a lot of people <laughs> seem to think when that happened that we had attempted to bring a lot of people with us. And I can avidly remember you being mad at me when you showed up because you were like, why didn't you tell me? It's <laughs> <laughs> like, well, we were trying to do the right thing. I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, yeah, but I remember that day. That was awesome. I'm, I'm, and I was very happy when you showed up. That was cool. Well, I was trying to be loyal mm -hmm. at the time, mm -hmm. but it became clear, um, you know, that there was a division. There's the good people. And then, you know, back then I still had a lot to learn mm -hmm. and people learning were getting pushed aside and, you know, I, I can get fed up. Mm -hmm. You know, Charlie Thomas saw me walk out one time <laughs> at the second old gym and he still calls me on it. But, you know, I get to a point where I just think, all right, and you know, I wanted to try something new. And I can understand why you didn't tell people that was the right thing to do. Mm -hmm. um, and again, I knew the night you were leaving that things weren't good, but I just wanted to stay out of it. I'm glad I made the change. I mean, oh, my God. Me too. Me too. And I'll, I'll always remember you and Anna was another one who got back to me. Oh, really? Yeah. And I was like, why didn't you tell me? I'm sorry, dude. 
You couldn't. Yeah. It was the right thing to do. But I'm glad you made the change too, because like, you know, with CrossFit K Poro and then now the Shark Bite, you've been here for every phase of everything we've been, you know, and it's, there's not a whole lot of people left who've been like that. You know, you, me, Jim, Mel, Jess, yeah. Charlie, um, Janet. That's, that's like really it. Christy, Christy. Sorry, Christy. Don't get mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's really cool to, to see that. What, what, what have your thoughts been watching the last, I mean, literally eight years of this thing develop? change so many times honestly it's like watching you grow up <laughs> i mean you have done so much and it's it's amazing you know i think about that first day when i showed up in the driveway and that gym and it was completely different everybody was going to be warming up together and i remember being out in that driveway and you're doing um whatever we were doing spider-man the same warm-up we did every day yes, for four exactly, years exactly exactly <laughs> And I thought, oh my God, what am I doing? This is like being at camp. I, I, you know, why are we all warming up together? And it took a while to adjust to it. Mm -hmm. um, but going from that, you know, it makes sense now. And going from that gym to the second gym, you know, and all the all of those changes. And you know, some people say they don't see clicks in the gym. There were clicks in the gym, mm -hmm. and that's slowly been phased out. I think all the changes, good and bad, even the bad ones come out to be good mm. if that makes sense yeah yeah because i mean sometimes you almost have to do the wrong thing to realize it's the wrong thing you know how, how else can you be put back on the right path until you've tried it yeah you know that's that's funny that you said that you didn't enjoy that especially at the beginning like the fact that we all warmed up as a group together you know and i think that's actually really common when we have people come from other gym stars and that's that's not just now that's the last eight years you know is if you came from a gym, and I'm not going to be the one who says that that's wrong to not do that, right? It's just different. But you come from a gym where maybe the warm up is on your own, you know, or or there's not dedicated instruction on the movement you're doing that day. If you come from a place that doesn't do that, when we do that, you're like, I'm not a child, get away from me. Like I don't, I don't need right. this, you know. And then after a couple months of it, you're like, oh, I really like this. Like I, I like knowing what I'm doing today. I like being prepped for that, you know. Like I, I know that I feel that way now. Um, and cause similar to you, I used to not do that. You know, <laughs> I used to come in and I would warm up if I felt like it and not warm up if I didn't. And right. And then we, and we were all in our own little corners, mm -hmm. I think warming up together, you know, yeah, we chit chat, but we try to keep it to a minimum. Mm -hmm. It's like bonding. You know, we've all had, you know, a good day or a bad day. You come in, you warm up, that gives us a chance to chit chat. And then we go to work. I, I think you're totally right. I think the warm up like sets the kind of the theme and the feeling of the class, you know? If I come in as a coach and I'm like, all right, guys, do this on the board, and then I go start texting, right? like the energy is not going to be high. People aren't going to be excited to be, to, nobody's going to be excited to do groiners if, <laughs> if, I'm, if I'm like, hey, how about it? I'll talk to you guys later, you know? Uh, but you're right. I feel like that. Like uh, if I come into a class and like, let's say Morgan is coaching and he's amped up and he's like leading us together, I'm, I'm amped up too. I feel like I'm ready to do that. Um. What have you noticed being in, let's say, like this building? Because we're in our third building now, right? And we're on our fifth, probably, and hopefully final iteration of what we are as a gym, you know? Are you sure? Because every time I think you've got it, you turn around and you do something else. <laughs> and that's a good thing. You know, yeah. you've made so many good changes, and I don't mean to be 
patronizing by saying I'm watching you grow up, but you're like a little brother to me and just seeing all the successes you've done amazes me. And then I think you can't possibly do something better and you do. So I don't know how you do it. It's the vision that you have. Well, thank you. I, Chris asked me something like that, right? On a podcast and I, anybody who's anybody, anybody who doesn't give this answer is lying. It's like without having people like you and people like Jess and people like Charlie and Jim who've been here the whole time, to, to support that, you know, like that's not possible. Like, seriously, it's not, you know, I, I know that, I mean, with the exception of jazz, like none of you guys work here, you know, but having that, those consistent people and the right people and people with the right values and the right belief and support system, like we can't make these changes if you guys don't buy into it, you know, because yeah. you know, if we move the kettlebell rack and you say, yeah, this is, <laughs> this is stupid. Why is the kettlebell rack here? New members are going to be like, yeah, that's right. It is stupid. (laughs) Why did they move the stupid kettlebell rack? (laughs) And having having people like you guys on our team as like thoroughly and officially, like it really makes a big difference, you know? So you you have committed to getting off the island for almost eight years, like almost every day, right? That's not easy. No. What's been your favorite part of, I could say coming to the gym, I could say fitness, I just, just whatever you view this as, like what's been your favorite part of that? What gets you to leave the island when you don't have to? Um, work, obviously, mm. during the week. Um, like tomorrow I'm off, right? Most people would sleep in, take the day off. I'm still gonna come in and do a 7.30 class. And then I have um, a session with Josh after that. To me, that's a good day off. Mm. I'll go home, have a cup of coffee. My sister's in town, go for a bike ride or something like that. It's just having that. I mean, this is a focus to me. You know, you're talking about having your workplace and your home place. This is my third place. It's sacred to me. Mm. I don't bring my phone in. This is my time. Don't interrupt me. Just let me have my workout. Let me see my friends. Let me socialize. Um, that's what gets me off the island and the coaching and the members, you know, coming in and partnering with Jess and Mel and Amanda when she was here and, and other drop-ins like Katie from New Jersey. Mm. Um, you know, all of that brings me here. It's, there's not a lot else that's going to get us off the island. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. For anyone listening to this, who's not from Cape Coral or Pine Island, Islanders don't leave Pine Island. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like the, it's like, the Gulf, or the, the area where Mount Lachey is, is like a moat and nobody will cross it. It's wild. I didn't know that when I first moved down here. Yeah. Nobody will leave the island. There has to be strong motivation to get off the island. Yeah. <laughs> um, what, are some, well, what are some of the struggles that you've noticed? Because a lot of people, and I don't know if you view yourself this way, but a lot of people view you as a badass in this gym, you know, and like, I think it would be wild for a lot of them to hear that you had struggles of any kind because you're doing like everything now, you know? Almost everything. Um, Pretty damn close. Pretty damn close. Yeah. Pretty damn close. Yet my struggles, you know, in the beginning, you know, we talked about form and, you know, and we were talking about that video of the open when I was doing those cleans and I'm looking at myself and, and that was like, that was like 2013, right? Or 2014. Yeah, yeah. 14. yeah. And my back is to the camera and I can just see my form, but I didn't know any better then. Mm-hmm. Um, so trying to undo that, 
as you know, um, took a couple of years. And that was a struggle because I'm watching people do RX and I'm thinking, I want to do RX. Mm -hmm. I want to be there. And I'm older, so I'm watching younger people come in and just be able to knock it out. And it's frustrating as hell. Um, but it took a while. And having people around my, my age, like Leanne and and Mel and just working through it and seeing what they could do and what I could do. It's it's more just learning what I can do and what I can't do. Mm -hmm. Not getting injured, not pushing myself to the limit. Um, for a while I was running three or four miles a day and then coming in and doing CrossFit. Oof. And my ankles were paying for it. So I thought, all right, I have to make a choice. I have to back off some of this. And pull-ups. For some reason, I did pull-ups at another gym, and then I came here, and I couldn't do them. But I fell off the bar at the other gym and smacked my head and probably had a concussion and got up and went to Jim's boot camp class the next day. <laughs> Not a good life decision, <laughs> no. I would call it. No. Um, so it took me a while to get comfortable with pull-ups, and Amanda and I were going to do a competition up in Punta Gorda, mm -hmm. and I had to learn to do pull-ups. I could do them one by one, couldn't string them. And I thought, damn it, I'm going to do it. I'm going to pull my weight in this competition with Amanda. And we placed fourth. And I was super happy about that. And doubles. I know you're going to bring up doubles. I'm going to bring up, I'm going to bring up double unders. I am. That's a struggle. And I had them. I lost them. Changed the cable. It turned out that the cable was too short. So I lost them again. But so now I have another cable. Have I tried them? No. <laughs> but I'll get to it. You know, it's on my bucket list. Toes to bar, I've struggled with those for a long time. And I keep saying to myself, and this has come up recently, I should. I should be able to do toes to bar. Mm. You know what? I am happy as hell doing toes to ring. And, you know, it's not because that's now considered part of Rx for people my age. It's because I'm happy as hell doing them. Right. So I'm not worried about toes to bar anymore. I'll do toes to ring all day. Very I happy with that. I think that's really important, like what you just said, right? That that feeling of like, I should be able to, right? Like by what metric, right? By like, in whose rule book does it say I should be able to do this, right? Um, you and I just worked out together at four o'clock and you saw that I was doing the toes to rings, right? I, yeah. How many people have you met in your life who can do that, right? Like, so just because some 22 year old is doing that, doesn't make that like somehow better or more challenging, meaning toes to bars, you know? Right. Uh, it's really cool that we can hang from rings and pull our feet up into the holes and do that a bunch of times, right? And if that gets you a great workout and it feels cool and you don't hurt yourself and you have a good time, like how is that worse, you know? Um, I that's a, that's a thing that when people are doing their life cycle of like functional fitness or CrossFit or whatever kind of fitness probably, not just this kind, where they get to a point where they start to believe they should be doing something, you know? I, it took me two years to learn double-unders. Remember when, when we were at the other gym, I, <laughs> I vividly remember an open workout that had muscle-ups in it, and I was really amped up because I was one of the only people who could do muscle-ups, but I had to get through something like 100 double-unders before that, Yeah. and I had, it had like 12 minutes to do it, and it took me like 11 and a half minutes to get them, and I got no muscle-ups. And I remember being so butthurt about it. Like, I couldn't believe it. Like, I should be able to do this. Right. But says who, man? It was something I sucked at. <laughs> yeah. So eventually, you know, I practiced them when we got them. And you got double hunters. And I will. Mm -hmm. You know, eventually, if I put the time into it. Mm -hmm. But 
I, I guess it's just not that important. And I've got to right. take the should out of my vocabulary. You know, you just had the Masters of Fitness competition. And I was looking at the standards for the RX. And I thought, I should do this. I could do this. But I've never done a competition by myself. It's always been with somebody else. And I don't know where my head was at, but I wish I had pushed myself to do it because other people were saying, why aren't you doing this? And, and you should do it. And I, I should have talked to Jim because I know he would have walked me through it. It was mm -hmm. a little intimidating. And I kick myself now for not doing it. But at the same time, I'm happy just volunteering and coming in and working out behind the scenes. And and then I thought, what would Mel have done <laughs> if she didn't have me to boss around with the equipment, right? Well, and and that, that gives me more satisfaction to do that, to support the gym by volunteering. And I thought, you know what, there'll be another competition just because I feel like I should do it. I don't like to compete by myself. And that and then and then I realized if I'm not happy doing that and I'm happier volunteering, take the should out of the equation. I really like that. We should we should like write that up in the gym somewhere. Just take the shit out because that's <laughs> that's shit. awesome. I you're right. Mel would have killed me if you weren't <laughs> there because spoiler alert, there was some behind the scenes uh mess ups that were my fault that you guys did a just no. unbelievable job of cleaning up. Like, I don't think anybody who came to Masters of Fitness knows that we had some some technical difficulties on the equipment side. And you shouldn't be saying that there were because it was a great competition. It was. It was. It was. Time. And you guys were a really important part of that. Like, you, that's all. You guys were an important part of that. Without without you guys doing it, that doesn't happen. And you've done that at a, at a bunch of competitions, right? Like, you've scored for us before, right? You've judged, right? We. I feel like we've you you have been a vital cog in a lot of the events we put on here. CrossFit and this gym is a vital cog in my life. So if I can give back and support in that way, that makes me happy. That's awesome. All right. So you were always an afternoon person, right? And then you switched to a mostly morning person, right? Where do you find yourself now? All right. So nobody knows this. I switched from afternoons because it was getting a little clicky mm -hmm. and I just wanted to get out of the environment. And I thought, you know what, I'll try mornings and see what mornings are like. The times were okay. You have the shower here. Mm -hmm. And um, I thought, you know what, I, I still want to do CrossFit. I didn't want to quit. So I figured, you know, I'll do the mornings instead and see how that goes. And it worked out pretty well. Um, I probably hogged the shower <laughs> and took it over, but you know, it's, it is what it is. And I still like the mornings now because I have city council meetings every other Monday and that gives me the opportunity. I don't want to miss a workout. Mm -hmm. So if I can come in the mornings, I do. And, um, you know, it's a different vibe, different people, different atmosphere. It's a heck of a lot cooler. That's for sure. It's hard sometimes to lift heavy weight, um, but I've adjusted. Mm. So it's it's not that bad. And I like the balance. I like seeing the morning people and I like seeing the afternoon people. I like seeing the morning coaches. Um, so it, it's a win-win for me. I found that when I, if I work out in the mornings, especially the earlier mornings, I can't lift as well, just personally. 
but my engine feels really good. Yeah. Right. And then if I work out in the afternoon, I kind of feel the opposite. And this is, there's no science to the statement, but I feel like it's probably the fact that I've like eaten and moved around a bunch. So I feel more comfortable lifting, yeah. but it's also a whole lot hotter. <laughs> so, you know, As we found out today. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, so my engine falls off the cliff after that. Um, that's cool. I remember when you switched, you were doing, it was 6am at the time, right? Right. Uh, one of our other members, Mike Fosdick, he's a younger guy, um, outrageously good athlete. And he hadn't really been pushed at that class in a long time. And anyone listening to this who doesn't know you very well is going to think from your calm demeanor that you're, you might work out calm. You don't, you're a fucking animal. So <laughs> I warned Mike, I was like, look, you haven't met Holly yet. She might not look like it the first couple of times because she'll be kind of timid talking, but like she's going to kick your ass in some workouts and like, you're going to be like, oh, this person's not going hard. And then you're going to realize he's two rounds ahead of you. <laughs> and uh, I can, I actually remember when he texted me and he's like, you're totally right. Like I'm, oh really? Yeah. Well, cause he, you know, he was understandably waning in his commitment level because he was like, I'm kind of bored. I have nobody to compete with. Right. And you came in and he was like, this woman is kicking my ass. He was so happy about it. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah. Well, it's good because like he doesn't really talk to people either. So, <laughs> well, we chit chatted, but I mean, I just came in and I knew he was super good, and I thought there's no way that I'll ever keep up with that. Not that I intended to. You mm -hmm. know, I just come in and I want to do a workout, and I'm happy. Um, but no, I had no idea. Yeah. Yeah. He did that. Whenever he comes back down, you're asking about it. It's good. Okay. Because um, I, I, that's one of the things that I think is really cool, right? Is that you know I'm I am a 32 year old guy, right? And I the people that I compete with in this gym, compete might be too strong of a word. People I enjoy pushing myself against is like not just other guys in their young 30s, right? Like in their early 30s, it's you, it's Jim, it's um, Bailey, who's a whole lot younger than me. Like we, like age isn't a discriminator as far as like who you get to interact with here. Yes. Yeah. And that's what I like is just the whole mix. Mm. Okay, so... Um, Jim will be so upset with me if I don't bring this up. So, the badass blondes. What is that? Talk to me. Talk to me about badass blondes. Well, that goes back to around the clock and our Saturday classes. Mm -hmm. um, that's where I met Mel because she was coming in and doing the classes. That's Melanie Mears, guys. Melanie, <laughs> Melanie Mears. <laughs> She's going to keep it that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Melanie Mears, mm -hmm. uh, Janet Davis, and... I don't know, you know, for a while we had classes indoors because that's what they required. And Jim wanted to do more than that. And so he got us outside and was taking equipment outside and we were working out in the back of the gym, the alleyway. And it turned, and then um, at that point at the other gym, I had met Leanne, she was a blonde. Mm -hmm. And I was talking to, telling her about these Saturday classes and Jim and she showed up and she started and, um, it was really just the four of us and Jim committed to us to have these great workouts. And, um, you know, we would do sit-ups, one barbell, four blondes on a bar and we would all do, um, I've seen, I've seen pictures and videos of that. Yeah. yeah. And then the bucket, I'm sure you've heard about the bucket, which was this big plastic bucket that he filled with rocks and had us running up and down the alley. And <laughs> that is such a gym workout. Yeah. <laughs> And, and it was awesome, and we loved it. And I don't know where we came up with Badass Blondes, but, but we did. And one of my favorite pictures is when, before, when he started the 8 a.m. classes at the first gym for CrossFit. On Saturdays, right? On Saturdays. Mm -hmm. 
and the four of us that are there and we're all posing like this mm. it, it, that was our you know our reunion was that saturday class we all showed up that's cool and it's really cool to think that three of you guys are still here too so yeah yeah um that's awesome um so you've now been doing this like our version of this for almost a decade right there was a time where you were scared to start you did though Right. So if you were talking to someone who was new and they were scared to get started or they thought maybe it wasn't for them, what would you tell them? You know, CrossFit is not for anyone, not for everyone. Um, I would say that. I would say if they're interested and they think that they can do it, then they they should because anybody can do it. Um, If I could do it, you know, and I was intimidated, I would not have done it had Jim not said go do this, go try it. Had Troy not taken me and shown me what the class was like. And even then I was a little skeptical because we weren't getting a lot of coaching and instruction. I mean, we, we just were sort of thrown into it. Um, and I've learned with COVID and the gym shutting down, I didn't know what I was going to do. I came here, I got equipment because I was in denial that the gym was shut down. I thought, no, I'm just going to keep it going. And I almost quit because I thought, I I can't work out on my own. This has been such a central part of my life for so long. Mm -hmm. And Jim texted me that weekend and he said, what do you have for equipment? And I said, I have a barbell. And I really didn't take that much. I wasn't too into it. And I said, but I don't know what I'm doing. And he texted back. He said, don't worry, I've got you. I've signed you up. This is what you're going to do. And I thought, well, thank goodness, because I just couldn't fathom not coming here to this gym and walking in, changing and and going out and doing the workout. But I learned that I don't always have to be on the clock. I don't always have to be doing what the workout demands. I can scale it and I learned that at home. So now here, like the workout we did today, there's no way I can do all of that. But I looked at it and thought, all right, what can I do to get a good workout? And you and Jim were talking in the podcast about these sayings. And one of the sayings is fitness will be achieved. Yeah. And I've just learned to make the workout to be what I want it to be. And so anybody who wants to try CrossFit, don't be intimidated by what's on the whiteboard. Listen to the coach because they'll tell you what you can do. You don't have to RX. They'll give you so many options that you need a board to be able to track them. And that's key. Anybody can do it. I like that. So somebody once said that uh, it's not for everyone, but it is for anyone, right? And that's kind of like what you were saying. I feel yeah. like, you know what I was just thinking about? This is way out of context. We're not, it's this is not connected. So this is probably not great for continuity. But uh, <laughs> I was just thinking about how cool it is, right? That like you've been at this gym and you've been working with me and with us long enough that like, let's say you have an amount of weight on your bar and I'm just like, hey, Holly, take 10 pounds off. Like we've now reached a point where you don't look at me and go like, why? It's There's just an understanding, right? That like I have your best interest at heart. And it's so cool when we get to that point with with people we're coaching. Like I know Jim and I have talked about this where it's like, there's only one thing we want here, you know? And it's for you guys to get the most of what you want, you know? Um, and I love, I absolutely love when I'm in a class and I'm coaching and I have a couple people like you where we, we passed that threshold already, where there's no confusion about why, why is Nick saying this? You know, it's like, oh, okay. Like he's seen me do this movement for seven years now. 
he knows I should do this and I'll be happier if I do. I'll enjoy the workout more if I do. I'll get more rounds and I know it matters to me to get more rounds or whatever, you know? And I was just thinking about all the times as you were talking in my head that like we've had that experience, you know? We were overhead squatting and I was like, hey, I think you should add some more. And then you just go, okay. And you put more on, you know, or I think you should jump higher on this one. Or I think you should jump lower on this one. And just we, we, we passed that threshold where there's, there's no confusion. I wonder why he's saying that. I'm not good enough. You know, it's like, okay, cool. I love that. And people have to be able to trust that. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're coming in and not knowing what CrossFit is or, or what the parameters are, you as an owner need to have coaches that people can trust mm-hmm. so that they know that if the coach says, don't do this, or you need to swap this, that the member trusts them, that they know what they're doing. And that's, that's grown over the eight years that I've been here. You know, there have been good changes and bad changes and, and learning lessons. And I think that that's it. It's just Chris Morgan said um, he realized that it's important for coaches to care. And you can see that here. You know, coaches will ask you. But the other thing I want to say is the members care about the coaches back at you. So it's not a one-way street. And, and uh, I direct that to Chris Morgan. And the other coaches, but he said that. Um, cool. Is there anything else you want to bring up? I don't know. Is there anything that you think that I could help with members? I mean, you said I've been here for a long time. You're, you're just you're one of our ambassadors. <laughs> yeah, I I introduce people to you first chance I get. So. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and and I like being a champion when I see drop-ins come in. Mm-hmm. I always try to make a point of saying hi and. And, you know, saying some people that I, if I see them coming from another gym and they're looking at us warming up, I say, yeah, this is a teaching gym. This is what we do. And you'll get used to it. And, you know, just ask questions and be comfortable. I, I am excited for doing this in uh, eight more years. <laughs> yeah. Well, you better be here for eight more years. <laughs> yeah, and you yeah. said that you're on the final what iteration or something. Are, are you done yet? No. Where just, are we I, at? No, no, no. We'll just have 10 more of these things then. So. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Holly, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. All right. We're all, we are donezo. Okay. Cool. All right. Thanks for hanging out with us today on the Shark Bite Show. If you'd like to get a hold of us, you can find us on Facebook or Instagram at Shark Bite Fitness and Nutrition or on our website at sharkbitefitness.com. If you'd like to find out more about our guests, their information will be in the show notes. If you'd like to talk to us about getting more fit, Feel free to schedule a free no-sweat intro at one of our locations in Cape Coral, Fort Myers, or Naples, Florida.